Oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Welcome, bienvenue to our 24th episode of the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Uh, this is a recording from Tuesday evening, so this is not live. Well, it's live for us, because I'm talking right now. I'm alive, barely. So uh, as you listen, there's a small chance one of us is probably in the bathtub, but most likely Jay and Ty are playing Apex Legends right now as you listen. I'm watching Mary with the Children, because I'm pathetic. And Nick, what are you doing? We don't know what you're I'm in the I'm in the bathtub with multiple electronics plugged in around. <laughs> He's married with children, Dave. Uh, yeah, you are married with children. There you That's go. Correct. It's a good way to go. I hope you're doing better than Al was, or is, or does, or whatever. Um, this week's episode is also available on YouTube as well, if you want to see our mugs. I've kind of got myself corded in here to prevent my tendency to squirm. You guys seem to be okay, but I Now you're just going to be move. swinging around. I'm swinging. I don't have a pen either. I have my mug. Anyway, I'll figure something out. So is that um, like your is that like your seatbelt, Dave? Yeah, it's like a seatbelt, so I don't stick my head like I'm just you know like you know. <laughs> my my sister was watching. It's like you can't sit still. I'm like, uh, yeah, I guess I can't. Uh, got a real problem. Anyways, um, guys, I think we've chosen the, for this week's episode. We've chosen approximately 15 players. It's 15. But I mean by exactly. yeah by by that I mean exactly 15 players, and we're gonna give our projection as to will they be better. Or worse, uh, in the next season, fantasy-wise, of course, because that uh, for certain players that's definitely a little bit different, real life and fantasy, and it's different for us as well. Uh, my fantasy is a lot different than my real life. Um, we may agree on some, but I think we're going to see differently on a, on a few. I'm sure. Oh, hold on, this cord's loosening up. Hold on. <laughs> Tighten that up. <laughs> Tighten it up. I need someone here. I need a helper here. Um, but anyways, so I'm sure we'll disagree on some, hopefully we do, because if not, it's going to be really shitty if we all just agree on everything. So I'm sure uh, we have a few differences. I'm sure there'll be a few. Yeah. Ty will be wrong as usual. I'm sure. So he claims to always be right, but there's no justice Hill in here though. So we should be good. Or Cole Komet. (laughs) Cole Komet and justice Hill were cut from the dock. Better. Better for both. No matter what. (laughs) All right. I think we have the lists in order. You guys just want to get right into it or anything you guys want to say? Well, what's the outline for this? Like, why do we pick these players? Well, I, I think uh, in certain situations, I think they've changed uh, teams, I think, is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's probably the main one. I think some uh, guys so had really off years or, or great yeah, years. Year. Different coaches, yeah. uh, different teams, injuries. Uh, are they going to rebound back from, from that? So, yeah, mm-hmm. there's three or four probably reasons uh, that we chose these guys, mm-hmm. I assume. I think they're all good choices, so I didn't pick any of them. I, well, like I didn't them. pick any of them either. You and Nick seemed to go through most of the doc this week and pick them. I was just curious as to like, you know, like just make sure that everybody knew why we picked these guys because sometimes it's this isn't like necessarily arbitrary. It's guys that we're all kind of thinking about this year as to yeah. where we think they're going to land if they're going to have better years or worse years. And I think that's how you win your team sometimes is is the gambles, the educated gambles sometimes pay off, right? Exactly. So these aren't super random by any means. No. Yeah. Next week, next week, fifteen random players. What? Exactly. Yeah, Tavon Austin. We're gonna have a, a great. Fuck it, Tavon. What? Cooper too, Dave? You gotta <laughs> find a way to work too? either Farrell Cooper or Tavon Austin in every episode. This week, I'm gonna talk a little bit of Josh Reynolds, though. So you should be happy there. Yeah. Very good. You should. He's mm-hmm. he is. Uh, he's gonna be something. Okay. You guys ready for this? Yes. All right. 
Excuse me. Not doing anything else. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, Brandon Cooks, who has recently changed, uh, moved on to, I believe, or is he Houston or something like that? I don't know. Texans, I believe. Shocking. Yeah. He's never moved before. So, <laughs> let's start with, who wants to start off? Uh, Jay, you want to start off with Mr. Cooks? Yeah, I think, well, we had him be better or worse in the dock as, as a wide receiver 20. Last year, he finishes a wide receiver 62 in 14 games, wide receiver 69 in fantasy points per game. 2018, he was wide receiver 13 in, in well, sorry, 2018, he was wide receiver 13, wide receiver 12 in 2017. I think he's going to be worse than a wide receiver 20. I like him, but I don't see him being better than, I see him definitely being better than he was last year. I see him as a back-end wide receiver too. I'm not super worried about chemistry with Watson than I am with Cook's health. I think he hasn't, like, he's only missed a couple games over his entire career. But all these concussions add up, and I think he could potentially end his career. Um... If you even look at his results with the newer quarterbacks, when he went to New England, 114 targets, 65 receptions, 1,082 yards, and 7 TDs. With the Rams his first year, 117 targets, 80 receptions, 1,204 yards, and 7 TDs. He, the guy can learn an offense. I'm less worried about Cook changing teams and than I generally am with a wide receiver. I'm just worried about his health and the fact that, you know, it's a kind of a weird season. Okay. Ty? Yeah, fair enough. I think I probably have him around wide receiver 21, 22 right now. Mm-hmm. But if I had to bet, I'd probably say better. So better than, better last than 20? Year. Yeah. yeah, no, better than 20. Definitely better than last year. Better, yeah. I think that, when we looked at this one, we looked at better than last year or better than wide receiver 20 was kind of in the dock. Yeah, better than like I a was looking at, spot, yeah. Yeah, so I think definitely better than last year. He's going to be, in my opinion, I think he's going to be the back end of wide receiver two. But I can definitely see, I think Ty has some, probably some stuff to back that up, but I can definitely see where he's going with this. No, I think uh, Jay actually kind of cleared up some of the points that I was going to make. Just the fact that he changes teams so often and he's played with a bunch of you know new quarterbacks, new offenses, and he's always fared pretty well. So as long as he stays healthy, I think wide receiver 20 is definitely within a uh, you know, reasonable outcome for him. So if I were to you know to make a bet at that spot, I'll I'll say I'll say better, but I probably have him 18 to 22 kind of range. So yeah. All right, so better, both better than last year so far, but not necessarily better. Jay's saying definitely not better than top twenty. Well, not definitely, but I see him. I see him closer to the back end of wide receiver two. So, like 23, 22, 24. Like, but I mean, there's a lot of factors will come into that. Like health, health, I think is the biggest one for me. If he stays healthy the entire season and isn't concussed, is you know able to to work out fully in the off season, then yeah, maybe I could see him definitely in the uh, in the top end of the wide receiver two category. Yeah, and he's okay. also mid tier, mid tier wide receiver too. So he's also been in the top five uh, passing offense five years in a row. I don't know that uh, the Texans will be that this year. Probably not top five for sure. No, without Bill O'Brien, so that could drop him a bit. Yeah, without Bill O'Brien, they still have DeAndre Hopkins though. Exactly. They had a good list of <laughs> uh, quarterbacks. He had a good list of quarterbacks he's played with, like Brady, uh, Breeze, Goff. Yeah, Watson. Yeah, pretty good. Watson. Yeah, he's good. Uh, Nick, anything to add with uh, with Mr. Cooks? What are your well, so so long as Watson's still there and Bill O'Brien doesn't trade him, I think he's going to have a better year. I mean, he's going from the Rams where they kind of had three guys who were jockeying for that WR1 in that offense. And I think he's going to the Texans where he's going to be the number one. So I think he is going to improve his numbers. I'm He's the best wide receiver on that team right now. I think uh, Watson's going to funnel targets to him. Um, I don't think he's going to crack that WR1 status, but I think he's going to be in that 15 to 18 maybe range i think he can get that high but um yeah he's 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 improved his stock for me for sure he's a for sure okay i kind of with uh, i kind of i see jay's point where for me he has to play a full 16 games 
and not get hit around. So if he can do that, I can see him definitely having a better season and even staying under uh, in the, in the top 20, but, uh, I'm not really investing in him personally. I don't think, uh, I'm, I'm still a little, not really buying any Brandon cook stocks. Say dynasty. He scares me. If you're in a redraft league though, you could probably get him in like the eighth round. I think he's a good target there. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point for sure. Yeah. Dynasty. His price is still going to be way too high. (laughs) For how many years you may get out of them? Yeah, like we see, we've seen that. concussions, like we've seen injuries, and really great players' careers. Like Luke Cookley just retired. You know, yeah, like very, there's a chance that this guy's made some money. There's a chance that in two years, a year, he walks away. Right. So, yeah, yeah I'm very hesitant, and I would I would pay like a small price, but nothing, uh, not what they think its value is for sure. Speaking of Next. retirement, Dave, how many people have retired since that New England Patriots jersey was printed? Or print, 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 <laughs> well, have you been chewing around the, the hood team. there, or is that just wear and tear? That's definitely honestly, I've had this probably for at least twenty years. Oh. Nice. I would have had it in uh, when I went to the before I went to the game, which I was in my early twenties. So yeah, about twenty years I've had this thing. I've had recent yeah, girlfriends younger than that that hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> that's not wrong. That's that's actually yeah, pretty true. But yeah, but uh, yeah, so like it's a little faded. Yeah, no argument there. This is good podcasting, but great for the YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, number two is, I believe, Todd Gurley. If I'm not mistaken. Tiz. 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 Uh, uh, Nick, you want to start? So yeah, Nick, you can start us off with Mister Gurley. Sure. Yeah. I, yeah. No problem. I think he's going to be better this year. I think when you looked at Gurley last year with the Rams, I don't know what his average touches per game was. I think it was probably in the 15 to 18 range. He's moving on to Atlanta. I think they're going to ride him into the ground. He's got a short-term contract. They're going to feed him the ball. Um, the other thing I looked into the Rams had the number 31 ranked, uh, offensive line last year. Atlanta had the number 24 last year and they were decimated with injuries. So he's going to a better O-line. I expect his rushing numbers to improve. I think he's uh, he's going to be better next year than he is going that he was last year. Okay. Gotcha, Ty? Yeah, I agree with Nick here. He was the RB14 last year. I think he's a top 12 RB for sure this year. And just to add to Nick was saying, uh, Rams blocking grade last season for uh, pro football focus was 26 in the NFL. The Falcons was 11. So even last year, the Falcons were blocking for the run a lot better than the Rams did. So yeah, I think he'll be all right. Jay, I still think it's better too. I mean, again, going back to what we said last time, I'm not, I'm not super interested in dynasty, but in a redraft league, I think the Rams are going to ride them into the ground because they got a window that's rapidly closing. They get Julio Jones and Matt Ryan that are closer to the end of their careers and they definitely are to the start of their careers. So with all those groups of expiring talents, I think they're going to go for it and they're going to, and Todd Gurley is going to get some rookie second year level production out of him. Not like from a fantasy perspective, but from a uses perspective. So again, another good uh, another good redraft guy if you get him in a good round, but maybe yeah. not so much dynasty wise. Yeah, get yeah, just, that just, just know what you're getting if you're getting him in dynasty. You know that there's yeah. an expiration date, but 70 touchdowns in 73 career games. I mean, the guy scores a ton of rushing touchdowns. Yeah. I don't think that's changing. It'll play no. in fantasy. Yeah, I'm excited to see see him there. But again, I don't want to. I'd be tempted to pay a little bit more for him in a, in a say like a startup dynasty, but. Uh, I hope I would make the right decision, but uh, I'm excited to see him play next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of kind of going to stay away from him in a dynasty, but uh, yeah, he's, yeah, I think it's going to be a fun year to watch him. Yeah, absolutely. Not if you're his sure. mother, but in general. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> his knees ain't holding up. No. Uh, next guy on the list, I don't think he has a mother. Uh, it's Tom Brady. <laughs> uh, he is number three in our list. Again, new landing spot for him, getting a little uh, late in his career. 
Uh, Ty, you want to get the ball rolling on Mr. Brady? Well, I think we need to say where he was, too. 2019 QB 12. Yes. Ty, roll the QB. ball. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll this ball. QB 12, I think. I'm going to say slightly better. I think he could be a 10 or 11 just because he was the QB 12 last year. Didn't have the best options in New England. He's going to have a lot of good passing options in Tampa. So I'll say slightly better, but not somebody I'm targeting in dynasty for sure or even redraft for that matter really yeah i think you can get other quarterbacks that actually run a little bit produce on the ground and like those are the guys that i would target fantasy. i think his dynasty days are i would think all but over uh, grabbing them extremely late maybe in the so back of a draft maybe yeah, yeah qb qb2 and super flex or something late and like redraft sure but otherwise i'm yeah. steering clear but i think he has a good chance to, to repeat as a qb1 though top 12 guy and Jay, would you agree with that, uh, Jay? Or yeah, I think he's gonna be better, but I think he's gonna be marginally better. Um, yeah. I don't think Arians is too much of a step back from Belichick as far as like an offense goes, and he's definitely has better weapons. Uh, I'd be interested to see how the offense runs. Like, are they gonna be a Tom Brady offense? Or are they gonna be a Bruce Arians offense with Tom Brady's the quarterback? Uh, I think. If it's a Tom Brady offense, and, and I think it's easier to build an offense around Brady than it would be to change the way Brady's played his entire career. So it's going to be an interesting year, I think, for everybody in Tampa. Um, Brady's probably the least interesting of the people in Tampa for me. But I think slightly better, marginally better. I think he's QB1, but I think he's like still going to be a back-end QB1. Right. I think he's going to be marginally worse, just because that's what I think. But Nick? Hey, fair enough. <laughs> I, want, I want to know what you think. Yeah, I'm in the same boat with Ty and Jay. I think he's going to be marginally better. But, I mean, if you look at the weapons he has around him, it's not even close comparing New England and Tampa. So, um, I mean, the offensive line is still a work in progress at both tackle positions. The running back position isn't great, and Brady loves to use that position as well. Hopefully in the draft they pick someone up um, and improves that position, both at tackle and at running back. Um, but, I mean, O.J. Howard, Evans, Godwin, that that's – that's the best yeah. players he's ever had, like best three players he's ever had to work with. And uh, so I think he is going to be better. I, I'm actually targeting him. Um, I target him in redraft and in like super flex leagues where, I mean, you can maybe get him a little bit cheaper just because of his age. Um, and if you're in like a championship team, that's a guy I, I want to ride. I want to use him to bring me a championship. So okay. I like Brady. I like Brady this year. I, I think the Bucks are going to center around Ronald Jones. It's going to be a run first, run heavy offense, maybe. <laughs> yeah. If they don't bring anybody else in, he'll get some use. But he'll get some use. Yeah. Around, though, yeah. <laughs> that would be I, a Bill O'Brien type move, maybe. But <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, Brady. That's it's, it's really hard to say. He's getting up there, but you guys have some good points. He's got better weapons in Tampa Bay than he's probably had in the last few years in, in New England. You got Chris Godwin, who's better at Yeah, and the, I'm, I mean, same kind of position, right? Mm-hmm. Like beyond, Edelman, receiver? beyond Edelman last year, who? Who did New England have? They had nobody. Well, they had nothing last year. Antonio Brown for one game. It's a new for a few weeks. And yeah, it didn't really work out that well. Yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this one. Glad you picked this guy. Stefan Diggs. I think last year fans, it's, a, uh, it's mandatory. It's 21st. Uh, WR21 last year. In half PPR. In half PPR. You didn't let me finish, Ty. I was getting to that. <laughs> uh, who wants to start off with the, with this guy? Jay, maybe? Around to you? Sure. 
Why right. not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> He's in the place you. Uh, well, you guys all are, are Bills fans, I believe. Yes. The three, yeah. Yes. Makes me sick. But that's uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think worse. I think he's gonna be better, and uh, I think he's gonna be better because he's gonna be the focus of the offense and a deep ball threat for Josh Allen. Uh, Brown is an excellent competitor, but he's not Adam Thielen. I don't think the path to targets path to targets are gonna be that difficult. Uh, the question is, can Josh Allen support a bottom end wide receiver or a top end wide receiver too? This is the first time he's had a player of this caliber, and I would say, if I was a betting man, fifty one percent approved. <laughs> okay, some room for error there. Close. <laughs> All right, so we got a better from Jay on Stefan Diggs. Uh, Ty, do you have him better or worse, or neither? No, I have him better as well. I think uh, he's, like Jay was saying, he's going to get a lot of targets. They're going to be low-quality targets from Josh Allen, especially the deep ball. But Mm -hmm. Diggs last year had a 21% target share in Minnesota. John Brown had 29% in Buffalo. I think Diggs is going to be the alpha, and he's going to have a chance to get close to what John Brown's target share was last year. Absolutely. And that alone, I think, makes him, I would say, probably – 15, 16, 17 range if he plays 16 games. Oh, 21. Okay. And yeah. Nick? I, I think he's going to be worse. Um, Boo. I, I, I know. Not, take not that pick your hat off. and jersey off. Take that jersey and off. And I assume thing. underwear if you're wearing any right now. <laughs> no underwear. I'm in, the, I'm in the tub right now. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe I have my swim trunks on. I don't want anybody to see the, you know. Anyways. I'm picturing you in the tub now. I can see it. That's perverse. Uh-oh. Yeah, I think he's going to be worse. ammo for later. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's going to be using that rope in a different way after the podcast. David yeah, I think, I, Carradine, maybe? I think he's going to be worse just because the Bills spread the ball around so much. I mean, um, I mean, they already they still have Beasley. They still have John Brown. They still have Dawson Knox is improving. Singletary, they're probably going to draft another running back. In Minnesota, he was kind of like the the go-to guy on, on in the offense there until they shifted towards a run-first offense. I know they only had 90... He only had 94 targets last year. I don't expect that much more. Um, are the are the Bills going to throw the ball more? Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But I, I think he's going to be a little bit worse, and I'd be worried about buying him, hoping that he's going to be better. That that's my feel on it. Fair yeah, enough. Makes sense. But everyone yeah. you listed on Minnesota offense is significantly better than anyone you listed on the Bills offense. Obviously, no, I agree. The Lynn, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, I think the, target the share is, alone will make up for it. That's, that's my, it, like, I, I don't think it's going to be like, I think a lot of it hinges on Josh Allen for sure, but I think target share alone, he's going to have probably 40% more targets. Ooh, 40. Well, that's so, <laughs> so that's like a hundred. How many targets did he have last year? He had 94. So I guess yeah. you're looking at. Okay. 24% more targets. I see like 120 maybe. Yeah. 24% more targets. But I, I think okay. if your worry is Josh Allen, if you just don't think he's accurate enough to support a deep ball guy on a consistent basis, that's fine. I buy that argument. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm willing to believe that Diggs gets enough targets to, to you know, surpass last year's. And, and I was originally going to go with worse, but then I thought John Brown was pretty great in that offense. Do I believe more in Steph Diggs or John Brown? Well, Steph Diggs for oh. sure. Yeah, so for I sure. thought, you know, maybe I, I could see him being better than a wide receiver 21 this year. I could see him being better. That's why I gave well, 51 hope- 51% probability. Cuz <laughs> well, I'm I'm, uh, I'm a fence sitting right pussy. I'm wrong. I hope Jay's right lock of the week. Well, 51%. I, I would say Jay's, Jay's I, boom I think, boom wide receiver right there. I think Diggs needs to have a good year. I think this is his his, his pivotal year to become is he going to be a good receiver moving forward or does he not? Yeah. So I think he needs to have a good year. I hope he has a good year, but 
kind of to Nick's side here, I'm a little hesitant uh, with it as well, despite the more the higher um, share of targets. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely hesitant, but I'm hopeful that he has a good. I want him to have a good year because I think he can be a really elite receiver. But I think next year is going to kind of dictate what kind of career he's going to have. So no, for sure. Diggs moving on from Diggs, another wide receiver in a new town, which uh, was a bit of an odd move. A great deal for uh, the team he went to. <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> you know, uh, you have to finish like, the sentence. We know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, they made up like bandits here. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins. He was uh, WR5 last year, if I'm not mistaken. Twas. I believe. That's, that's what it says here. That's what it's unless, right. I wrote, unless I wrote it down wrong. I like to make it look like I, I know and I'm thinking of it, but it's not <laughs> here in front of me. So hopefully I can fool a few, few people there. Uh, he had like 150 targets, 104 receptions. That's not too shabby. Uh, close to 1,200 yards, but only seven TDs. I guess that's not bad. Not bad. That's not bad. But the um, question is, is he going to get in the end zone in his new home of the dry state of Arizona? That's the question. Um, let's start off. With who's up here? Ty, you want to get the another ball rolling on this guy? <laughs> yeah, I'll get the ball rolling. Uh, Hopefully it's Hopkins. not rolling on the field. Hopefully it's in his hands. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Hopkins, wide receiver five. I think he might be a little bit worse than wide receiver five this year. Okay. If I'm rank, if I'm ranking my top five, like he's he's probably in there. But if I'm betting now, I think there's a chance he finishes outside of the top five just because – I don't know that he gets 160, 170 targets in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's kind of used to with the Texans. He had a year with 192 in 2015, 150 minimum every year, the last five years. I don't know that he gets that. So the only guy, really. I mean, so Fuller is, not, is either dropping it or just not playing. Yeah, Fuller in the six games he played yeah. last couple of years there. But uh, no, it's a pretty crowded, uh, pretty crowded group in Arizona. We've talked about this in past weeks. So I can see his, uh, his target share dipping a bit. Enough to make him, you know, wide receiver six, seven. I could see that. Yeah, like, like I said, I would still rank him in the top five just because of how consistent he's been throughout his career. Because <laughs> you have to, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt, Ty. Oh, for sure. I think in, in Dynasty two, you're buying this guy for years. You're not buying him for next year. In redraft, I'd be hesitant on his draft position, but in Dynasty, I'm not worried about it. Mm. I think that I think that's the most important factor for me. Yeah, so you're not to gonna, his value. So you're not hesitating in redraft. You get him. I'm hesitating redraft. I'm not hesitating. Oh, sorry, dynasty. I, mean, I meant dynasty. Yeah. Dynasty is what I meant. Yeah. Okay. So Jay, actually continue with you. Are you saying, I guess just for next year, uh, with that thought in mind, mm -hmm. is he, like Ty said, do you think he is in the top five next year no, in Arizona? I don't No. So he, a little bit. So worse then. I think next so. Year. I think a little bit worse. I think, I think if anything, like Kyle, Kyler Murray is an exceptional quarterback. Um, he's not better than Deshaun Watson. Like they're pretty comparable guys as far as I think their fantasy production is going to go moving forward. He, um, Watson's in a better offense. Does that help him? I don't think it definitely. I don't think it doesn't like it necessarily helps him. I think if anything, you know, the fact that we have COVID happening right now, the fact that he doesn't have time to to hang out with Watson and and earn some, you know, like and get get some rapport going. The fact that. Or with Murray. Or, sorry, Murray. with Murray. Yeah, him and Watson, yeah. they got rapport. Well, they got <laughs> yeah, rapport. He, already, he already knows Watson. <laughs> Either oozing rapport. Um, but I, I think it's going to be a small bump in the road for him. I think he's going to be a little off the charts this year and then kind of go back to it. He's going to be the guy in Arizona uh, moving forward. He's an exceptional, exceptional athlete. And, I mean, going from, Derek, or going from Watson to Kyler Murray is not a bad thing. But I think this year is going to be a small blip to the back end of wide receiver one. I think like probably nine or ten. All right, we got a flip there. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, Nick, anything to add on that? Are, are you on board with that, or do you uh, have a different thought? Yeah, Jay kind of touched on it a little bit. Now, when I was looking through the list of guys, a lot of these guys changed uh, teams. And and not being able to practice with your new teammates, uh, getting the playbook, all the intricacies with that, that's going to affect a lot of these guys. So I think the guys that are going to benefit the most are guys that are staying on their team that they've been there for two, three years, know the playbook, they know the scheme, they have rapport with their quarterback, their wide receiver, tight end, whoever the case may be. So um, for me, I also think Hopkins is going to be a little bit worse. Um, when I looked at targets, Ty kind of touched on that. He had a, Hopkins had 172 targets in 2019. Fitzpatrick, or sorry, Fitzgerald in uh, Arizona had 109, and Christian Kirk had 108. I don't think we're going to see, even though Arizona had, plays with a four wide wide receivers, I don't think you're going to see three guys with over 100 targets. Kirk is probably the guy that's going to lose the most. Fitzgerald's going to lose some as well. I don't see three guys over 100. It's going to eat into Hopkins' production. He's going to be slightly worse. Um, but I agree with Jay. A little worse in redraft. No change in dynasty for me. He doesn't move. Okay. Uh, plus, they have Hakeem Butler, Andy Isabella. There's some guys that have to get targets there, too. They're the, yeah. the one team that didn't really need DeAndre Hopkins as much, but they're so much better for having him. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. And the deal they got to be, be crazy. Uh, I see him as a WR11 next year. Mark my words. WR11. <laughs> I'm gonna write uh, that down. <laughs> yeah. What, what chance well, are, you, are you giving that to Jay Lafreniere? Fifty-one percent guarantee, right there, bud. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what I noticed, guys? We're not going. Yep. Mm-hmm, yep. All the time. Really? We're nodding yep, at each other because right. it's also we're, a visual yeah, medium now. Yeah. So for yeah. anyone on the podcast that miss, misses our yips, um, <laughs> I apologize. Just, no, just du- just dub them in. Just record them and dub them in. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'll yep. use King of the Hill <laughs> ones. Mm-hmm. It'll be funny. There you go. Oh, I like that. That'd be good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, to Jay's point, 100%, uh, he doesn't lose any uh, dynasty value, I don't think at all. Just a, just a blip in the road, as our good friend Jay said. A blip yep. in the road. All right, here's a guy. guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to put here's that on the website. My, I'm going like, to create a graphic for it and everything. It's going to be great. 51% guarantee. <laughs> Jay's shoe of the week. Mm, here's yep. a guy who's been on a long road in the NFL. Very long. Relatively not bumpy. Road, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. He was what QB? Hold on, let me think. I believe. <laughs> I think he was QB eighteen last year. Is that mm-hmm. right? Oh, it might That's be, wrong. Dave. That's wrong. <laughs> Next week, you're going to put it wrong. Some wrong information for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, QB eighteen. Um, we had what forty six hundred passing yards, twenty three TDs, interceptions a little bit high, but that's the name of the game for Rivers. Um, <laughs> He's obviously, uh, where is he? He's not in San Diego. With the Colts? This is the Colts. That's right. He's with the Colts. So my question to you, as you may already know, based on what we're doing with this episode, <laughs> uh, Nick, is Mr. Phillips, Mr. Phillips, is Mr. Philip Rivers uh, better or worse next year with the uh, Indianapolis Colts? Hold on. Just give me a second here. I got to take in that question. I was not expecting that question. Let me think about that there. <laughs> so it, when I look at Rivers and I look, he's going from one kind of a team where they have explosive offensive weapons and zero O-line to another team that maybe lacks a little bit of offensive weapons, but has one of the best offensive lines in football. And I think that's going to benefit Rivers. I think he's going to be better. He's a statue in the pocket. He can't move. He can't run. Um, that awesome indie O-line is going to help protect him, buy him that extra time that he needs for that wobbly throw that he's going to throw five yards down the field. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> hopefully Hilton or one of those guys take it to the house. But 
Um, I think he's going to do better. He knows the system with Frank Reich, who's there. It's going to be a seamless transition in terms of the offense, so no issues that way. Um, I like that O-line, so I'm going to hedge that he's going to be a little bit better. And the right. city of Indianapolis just gained, like, what, 47 more people when his, him and his family <laughs> moved there? <laughs> yeah, everyone in Indy had to have... Dave, Dave looks confused. The, this, no, the census was <laughs> sent out to the uh, city of Indianapolis yeah. just when he moved in. Um, now, Ty, you need some more time to think about this question because it kind of got you out of from right field here. Wait, so wait. let Jay... Is it oh, better, or, better or worse? <laughs> yeah, Sarc- yeah. sarcasm is as well in a in a, in a uh, audio medium or visual medium. <laughs> yeah. well, we'll better uh, Jay, do you agree that he's going to be better in Indianapolis? Yeah, I think he'd be a little bit better. I, I, think the, I think the O line does make all the difference. Like Nick was a, like Nick was alluding to. Um, Andrew Luck must be so pissed. <laughs> um, I still think he's they still have some. Smiling, de- I still really think they have smart. decent talent in the wide receiver core, though. I don't think they have. They're, they're like a barren wide receiver core. But I think the biggest thing here is going to be Nine Hines. I think he has to be a better receiver for Philip Rivers. I don't think Marlon Mack can play that role adequately. I think they need an Austin Eckler light there. I don't think Nime Hines is it, but he, Nime Hines is going to be on the field more. And does that, I, I think that might actually weaken their pass block game because Nime Hines isn't a pass blocker. So are people going to get to Rivers potentially? So I wouldn't be surprised if he was worse, but I think he will be better with that O line. Okay. So better, but less, a more hesitant better. Um, Ty, and that's a good point. I know, I know Nick's a little bit, I think, higher on, on Mac as being a receiver. I'm, uh, I, I love to see it, but Ty, what do you see? I think Philip Rivers will be a little bit better just because of the offensive line upgrade. Jay and Nick have kind of already covered it. The weapons aren't as good, but there's a chance that they draft a guy uh, next week anyway. And Paris Campbell, he's not a write-off yet. He might. He, still he looks better now weapon. with uh, with Rivers versus uh, versus uh, Jacoby Brissett. Brissett, yeah, he does. Absolutely. He might be a guy Pascal? to buy a low in Dynasty as well. Pascal's, Pascal's still there. Not terrible. Yeah, uh, I like him. Yeah, Jack Doyle's okay. I like Mo Ali Cox. I think he might be a good sleeper yes. too. So yes. So I don't okay. think the offensive Love downgrade me some is <laughs> <laughs> Mo Ali. That is Mo Ali. They always stick one of the team. Should laugh right. at that. I'm, I'm in my thirties, but oh, so yeah, they, I'll edit that out. I think the O line makes up uh, the O line increase makes up for the slight downgrade weapons for sure. <laughs> so general consensus is better. Better, better, uh, you know, slightly better. Well, and Ty put an interesting stat in here too, though. The O line rankings up per PFF: Colts three, oh, yeah. Chargers twenty nine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, so that, that is a thing. Okay. Like, yeah. Assuming there's been no changes, uh, no uh, personnel changes in Indianapolis with the O line, as far as I know, nothing of value. No, their O line is probably one of the younger O lines in football. Okay, they so built that through the last two years of the draft, really. Yeah, they built that up to try and keep Andrew Luck uh, safe and to keep him in town. It didn't. It was a year too late, I guess, but they eventually got it. Well, five five years too late based on his injuries, but yeah, yeah, definitely well, too having, late. Having seen that stat, I'm kind of ex- excited to see how Rivers does uh, in that with having that that protection. I get, we all know he's not mobile. His kids are probably getting old enough to protect him too. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be like two so, lines with the kids. He's throwing the ball. They don't. They don't have a huge running back. That's really. They don't have a big ball carrier. That, that I'm aware of. Hines. Um, Hines, Mac. Yeah, I mean, there's no, like, uh, like guy, like, no, um, there's no McCaffrey. In that. Yeah, there's only one McCaffrey, Dave. Yeah, it's a bad example, okay? But there's not any sort of half-decent good running back in the backfield, all right? That's what I meant to say. I don't know. I like Mac. That's another discussion, though. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> I was going to talk about that after, because I, I, I'm kind of in the same line as Mac. I have a, 
high ceiling for him. I think he's got a lot of potential there, but uh, that hasn't been tapped into yet. But we'll save that for the Marlon Mack episode. I think if you're a Marlon Mack fan, you have a high fever. Straight up! Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Moving on to a guy that uh, is hopefully feeling fine. Um, He's getting a little (laughs) older, a little long in the tooth. He is is in that danger range for COVID-19. Yeah. (laughs) Um, WR33 overall last year. And if you may have guessed or not looking, it's Emmanuel Sanders, who is now a New Orleans Saint. That's Uh, how you say it, but yep. It's not anything close. Uh, Jay, we'll start with you. How do you feel about him in New Orleans? Mm, I think it's a downgrade for sure because Jimmy Garoppolo is definitely a better quarterback than Drew Brees. (laughs) Is it Drew Brees? Doug Brees? Doug Brees. Sorry, Doug. Doug, sorry. (laughs) No, I I think he's going to be slightly better, actually. (laughs) He was was the wide receiver 33 overall last year. Uh, Switched teams halfway through the year. This year, he's going to be playing as the number two on a New Orleans offense. Breeze is, if you guys didn't get my sarcasm earlier, definitely a better quarterback than Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> and Peyton ain't that far off uh, old McVay either as far as an offensive coach goes. So for me, it's Thomas, then Sanders, then dot, 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 Traquan Smith. <laughs> Ted Good. Uh, Jared Cook's in there too, I guess. But yeah, completely yeah. agree with Jay. I think Emmanuel <laughs> Sanders definitely finishes above the wide receiver 33. This yeah. year, assuming he plays a full season, which at his age you never do know. Yep, coming off some pretty gruesome injuries, but I think, uh, yeah, I think he's got he's got a chance to get pretty close to the inside of that top twenty four. I think. Really? Mm, yeah. Yep, top I can 20. see it. No, you can see. I'm it. an Emmanuel Sanders fan, though. No, so well, I was, uh, yeah, I've always, always been a Sanders guy. Yeah, I'm not. But that's not that's neither here nor there. <laughs> oh, here. We like to hear we like to hear what you have to say, Dave. I, I like I value your opinion. Oh, that's very nice. Manuel I don't, Sanders. but I don't, but I value Nick's opinion. He seems to think he has something to say. So, <laughs> well, to be honest with you, though, he's in a really good spot to be to be uh, Michael Thomas's number two guy. You're going to get the ball because you can't get it to Thomas. Every like, obviously Thomas has a lot of targets, but he's going to have a heavy coverage. And Sanders is a great number two guy to uh, to throw the ball to. And if he can get in the end zone half a dozen times, I think he's going to be a little bit better. I don't say twenty fourth time. I'm thinking twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 27, 20, I can see him being in the top 30. I'm still not really investing in him from yeah. a dynasty perspective unless I get him a little bit lower in the lower end rounds. But uh, he's in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, Nick, would you agree, disagree? No, I, I disagree. Um, I think he's going to be a little bit worse. Uh, Sanders oh, last oh. Year. I do. <laughs> I mean, I, I love the fit. I love him more for if I was a Saints fan, I'd be like, okay, this is like the perfect wide receiver to take the top off the defense, open up for Michael Thomas underneath. But in terms of fantasy, I think it's going to be worse. Last year, Sanders had a 20% target share uh, with San Fran. He had 97 targets, led all wide receivers. On with Jimmy team. Garoppolo. I understand that. I understand that. <laughs> Debo Samuel had 81. George Kittle had 107. I don't think he's going to get a 20% target share when he goes to New Orleans. That would no, extrapolate to about 109 targets. And you still have Michael Thomas, who had 185. Jared Cook had 65. Kamara had 97. And then he still have Ted Ginn and Traquan Smith, who were about 80 combined, somewhere around there. Oh, I, I don't see him getting a close to 100 targets again. I don't. I think he's like third or fourth in the depth chart in terms of getting those targets. So I think he's going to be a little bit worse. Nick That's, makes good points here. I don't like this. Yeah, those are actually uh, <laughs> yeah, okay, no in my mind. Yeah, yeah, no bad points. <laughs> okay, counterpoint. The targets he got <laughs> yeah. from Jimmy Garoppolo fluttered yeah. through the air for very few yards. 
So he's going to have probably less targets, but his uh, targets are going to be better targets. More touchdown to, potential. I'd have to but I think Nick makes good his, points uh, here, and I'm, and I'm, not, I'm, not now, I'm now actually f- doing a little flippy-floppy. I think he's going to be the same. Wide receiver, 33. Exactly. <laughs> 51% J guarantee. No change. Yeah. I think top 36 for him is a good spot. Maybe 24 is a little he bit said high. 24 but, yeah. Not going I, think, back on that. I think he's got a chance on it. That's my guarantee at 55%. Full okay. disclosure, the Saints are my second favorite team outside the Bills. It's true. I hope he does well, but that's the, some good points. Yeah, you're, I think you're right, though. He could kind of go either way on that one, so I don't think we have a, uh, a for sure. So it's, it's a wait and see and see uh, how he does. In Dynasty, so, I'm not super interested in redraft. Sure. He's a gamble. That could pay yeah. off 49% of the time. Yep, you get him in uh, you get him. Uh, it's a Nick guarantee. The I, I just actually... Sorry, I just looked up Sanders. He averaged 13.2 yards per catch last year. So that's pretty good. I think that's yeah, going to be running too. after the, that's, after the, that's a Garoppolo ball. deep ball. Yeah. yeah. But that's uh, <laughs> I think that's Sanders just you know, working some magic there. Yeah. Yeah. So Jay, you would say he'd probably get more quality over quantity where he's going to get yeah, less. Drew Brees. Be more yeah. yards. That's actually yeah. a good point, Dave. Yeah. I can say yeah. that. So I, maybe th- I think, I think the thing is my, Michael Thomas got, I don't think Michael Thomas can have as many targets this year. I don't no, think it's possible. I don't think he can. I don't think he ever will again. And I think the reason he got so many targets is because they did not have a reliable wide receiver outside of him and Kamara and Jared Cook. So well, he, Teddy Bridge, Teddy Bridgewater is there, right, for half the year. So he was just dumping the ball off, and Breeze is a different. Yeah, Michael Thomas didn't really. He lost like what a yard per catch after after Breeze went down. I was really surprised, actually. Like Thomas, he lost like a tar- like less than a target a game when Breeze went down. So like I think Teddy did a fucking admirable job. But yeah. he's not Drew Brees. No one really is. The guy's the most accurate quarterback in fucking NFL history. So I think with a guy like Emmanuel Sanders that runs, ex- like he's one of the better route runners in the NFL. I think I see the potential for maybe what Ty said, but I think what Nick said is probably likely as well. I'm 5149 on it, boys. It's shocking, I know, but I'm 5149. Well, I. I- I can give you some okay. points too. Like the other thing is Sanders played, I think with broken ribs, like the last like eight games yes. of the year. So yes, he, he wasn't healthy as well. So just to, you know, mm. further your point, Jay, health matters there too. So yeah. we're helping so, each other's points. Are we we'll so see. I'm, I'm with Nick here. I'm with Nick. He was that good. Well injured. He's going to be a wide receiver. He's going to be a top 10. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the key takeaway from this is Emmanuel Sanders might be good or he yeah. may just be decent. Bad. But he's still Emmanuel Sanders, and he's on the Saints, so it might be fun to own. I would yeah. say in in Dynasty, he is somebody I, I am actually looking to target because I think you probably get him for like a third round pick, second round pick, and I think it's worthwhile if you have a contending team. Second round, third or second round rookie pick. Yeah, yeah, of course. So I was I was going to draft him third third round. Yeah, if you're taking him in Shit. a Dynasty startup, then I think he's uh, I think he's going to take Hopkins as WR five spot next year. Now that thinking about it, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, wait and Those see. Broken ribs. Yeah. You guys think Drew Brees is better than Joe Montana when all when it's all said and done? I don't compare. I don't compare decades, Dave. You don't, eh? No. If you, if you don't compare the Super Bowls, Brees is probably better. He's throwing more yards, more touchdowns. His completion percentage is better. Wouldn't Nick say his point? Different decade though, so I mean, the, the super, game does super, change. Super Bowls matter too. I think I think Drew Brees is. I think when you look when it all when it's all said and done, Drew Brees is one of the top quarterbacks of all time. He's so top. Is, three. So is Joe Montana. I think it, it's it's yeah. tough to say, but I think decades mean a lot. The game changes, and a, sure. a quarterback, like for instance, like a, a scrambling quarterback. Like if you'd have taken a guy, 
you know, like a guy like uh, Desha- like like Deshaun Watson and throwing him in the in the NFL 15, 20 years ago, he wouldn't be able to do the same things because nobody would put the packages around him, right? Like Correct. Brett Favre is Brett Favre good? That is something worth discussing one day. <laughs> that is like I don't think so. <laughs> he, did, he did things, but I mean, Jameis Winston. You throw Jameis Winston back then; he does similar <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he does. That's a good point. They're very similar yeah, to a lot of hot ways, take. a lot of styles. Some of the uh, do match up. Um, all right, some thoughts. Moving on to our next fella, another guy who's in um, a different offense. I believe this guy's in Carolina. Carolina, Carolina right? It's Carolina. I was getting there. Just taking a long way around. Uh, it's uh, Robbie Anderson. He was WI 39 last year. Uh, 52 receptions, five touchdowns. Uh, I really want to start with Ty on this one because I know you're a big fan of Robbie. All right. Apparently, I am a big fan of Robbie Anderson. We're just talking know? about, uh, no, didn't know, but uh, I guess we're talking as wide receiver 39 last year. I think he can do better than that. I think he could be a top 36 wide receiver. But I don't think much higher than that. I think DJ Moore is the only safe option there. Curtis Samuel, I think, has become an afterthought now. And Robbie Anderson, I think you're just kind of maybe best ball. I don't think I want to own him anywhere else, though. Okay. You don't want to own him in Dynasty at all, eh? Well, I mean, if you have him, fine, but I'm not targeting him. You're not targeting him. Okay. So a little bit better is what you're trying to say. The big jump from 39 to 36. Yeah, a little bit better. He, <laughs> he could jump three or four spots. So if you look at what he did with us when Sam Darnold was actually playing last year, I think he was a top 20 wide receiver when Darnold actually started. So I think if he gets a consistent year and actually gets a little bit of consistency there, he's, he, he can do okay. Mm, yep. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts? Better or worse? I think he's going to be much worse. I, I don't even That's understand worse. the fit with Robbie Anderson, Caroline. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater throws the – throws the football three yards down the field. Robbie Anderson's a deep ball threat. Anderson was the only thing in the offense pretty much with the Jets last year. He's now behind Curtis Samuel. He's behind Moore. He's behind Christian McCaffrey. I, I, I don't even understand where he's going to get his targets. I don't like the fit. He's going to be worse. If you own him, sell him. I want not, nothing part Ooh, of him. I love the passion, Nick. Well, that's, my hot t- that's my hot take there for, for Robbie <laughs> Anderson. I, I don't know that he's behind Curtis Samuel, though. That's Oh. They would spend money on him if they were really that comfortable with Curtis Samuel. Nope. Everything else Nick said, though, you know, that, that I do agree with. I have some shares in Curtis, so I hope he doesn't uh, lose out to them. I know the value's gone down for sure. I think that if you're looking for the Curtis Samuel breakout, I think it's gone now with yeah, the, I think so. With the addition of yeah, Anderson, absolutely. I just, they just, I, I just don't like Anderson there. They kind of hurt, no, just hurt each other no. from a fantasy perspective. They both, Absolutely, yeah. they do. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like Anderson there either. I think he, just, he has a chance to be a top 40 wide receiver in that top 36, beat 39 last year. But no, I don't like him either, no. So, all right, so we got a slightly better from Ty, and I mean slightly, 36 from 39. Yeah. Nick's very passionate that he's going to be complete hot garbage. Yeah. <laughs> and he got some good points. That yeah. A lot of targets for Teddy. But keep in mind, Teddy did, as we mentioned earlier, did keep Tom, Thomas did keep his production up. Uh, Jay, final thoughts with our friend Robbie here. Uh, I'm going to go slightly better. I don't think it's much better, but okay. there is going to be a slight. I think there's going to be a slight improvement. I think they spent money on him. They're going to want to feature him. I think he's ahead of Curtis Samuel now. I think it definitely killed by Curtis Samuel love. Um, I could definitely see a world where he's worse. But I wide receiver 39, I don't think it's tough to beat, especially when he's in an offense that might feature him. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is necessarily a noodle arm, 
but he's definitely more accurate than Sam Darnold. So worst case, Bridgewater's going to have some catchable passes. Ty put some interesting stats in here with the bottom five wide receivers and accurate target, minimum 100%, 100 targets this season. Curtis Samuel, 48.6. Odell Beckham, 49.3. John Brown, 52.4. Robbie Anderson, 52.4. And Cortland Sutton, 53.5. So you bring that up to a 60% share or a 57 or 8 percent share and you give him some targets i could see a world where he's a wide receiver three about back back end wide receiver three okay Mm -hmm. so so it's really they're going to showcase he's going to be their guy so it's really a chance that's really going to be a make or break for robbie anderson next year if he's not their guy not their guy no that'll be he's their wide receiver receiver two and can teddy bridgewater support a wide receiver one Mm-hmm. Two or three, I don't. I don't think he support a wide receiver one, but DJ Moore could be a wide receiver one with the right quarterback. But, but I see him as a two. The only way I see Anderson bettering his stats from last year is if Christian McCaffrey has a catastrophic injury and misses games, and then they've got no one to throw to in the backfield, and Anderson gets those targets. That's that's the only thing I see. I just see McCaffrey catching the ball a different part of the field, though. Yeah. So yeah, uh, fair enough. Definitely a question. I'm getting what I'm getting from this is a question mark with Robbie. Anderson. Oh, I'm I'm not interested in him at all. No, no. Don't don't. If anybody's willing to pay you anything for him, get out. Absolutely. The only yeah. reason I say he's he could finish above last season is because wide receiver 39. If you play 16 games, not that difficult for somebody that's making like what 11 million bucks or whatever. That making. that was my thought exactly. That's the only reason. Otherwise, no, I have no interest in him. I'm not not buying anywhere. If somebody offers me a third round rookie pick, Wait, I'm third? taking it. So you would take a late third for um, over this draft? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, okay. I would. Good stuff. Good information as always. Moving on to a guy who plays tight end. He's um, TE6 last year. Um, I know Jay's a a fan of this fella. Maybe we'll let him get the ball rolling on Austin Hooper. I'm a fan of this fella. In this talk, I'm not. I, I loved him in Atlanta. But yeah. I'm I'm thinking he's worse. I don't think he's a tight end six overall, or a tight end three in fantasy points per game. I think he's in Cleveland. It's a new team, and they're gonna run the fucking shit out of that ball. Straight up, it's a Kevin Stefanski offense. They have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt. I'm and not Kareem that Hunt, interested yeah. in Austin Hooper in Cleveland. I think he's a good player. I don't think he's a super talented tight end. He's a big body that can catch the ball. So he might end up with some touchdowns, but I don't necessarily. I, I think it's going to be Odell Beckham. It's going to be it's going to be Nick Chubb, and it's going to be Jarvis Landry. And I don't see that many targets at Wyden Kareem Hunt. I don't see that many tra- targets for uh, for Austin Hooper. So uh, clearly worse. Just not enough uh, target, not enough to go around there in Cleveland. I would I be su- could- I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't a tight end one. But I, I would be sorry. I, I would be surprised if he wasn't a tight end one. But I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up tight end thirteen. Uh, all right, fair enough. Nick, thoughts? Yeah, Hooper? I'm in this. I'm in the same boat. I mean, in Atlanta, he was third in the pecking order behind Ridley and Julio for getting targets. He's just not going to get that target share there. There's just too many mouths to feed in Cleveland. They're going to run the ball. Yeah. I don't like it for Hooper. I don't even understand the signing, to be honest with you, other than no. Stefanski likes two tight ends in his offense. But he's yeah. going to block more, probably. That's what he's going to be asked to do. Yeah. The way I see it is he has still has, two, like in Atlanta, he has receivers ahead of him, but now he's got two really good running backs to compete with. Absolutely. Uh, and, and a run-heavy offense. Okay. Yeah. Two good points. 
Ty, is there any any anything else here to add? Or are you are we, are we missing something? No, I fully agree with uh, with everybody here. Ninety seven targets in thirteen games last year. That's he's, he's not going to repeat that in Cleveland. I could see him being a top ten tight end just because the tight end position drops off pretty badly. Yeah, but I don't think he's a top five, top six. And what was he tight end three in fantasy points per game last year? That, that that's not repeating in Cleveland this year. No. So he he have to get he basically would have to get in the end zone to to be for us to be wrong essentially to get those yeah, fantasy. Yeah, he have to score double double digit touchdowns. Every every tight end has to get in the end zone to be to be fantasy relevant yeah. unless you're one of those like three tight ends that actually put up wide yeah. receiver numbers as far as yards and targets go. Uh, Austin right. Hooper's not one of those guys. I'm one of those guys. Not even close. And if he wasn't before, he certainly is not now. No, and enough. is Matt Ryan a better quarterback for him than than um I almost called Odo Beckham. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> he throws the ball. He threw the ball, I think, last year. Beckham once or twice. Yeah, but it's not like he's going from a bad offense to a good one, right? Like he's going from a, a, a good offense that had a bad year to an yeah. offense that has been broken for a year. And I think Stefanski will fix it. I just don't think he's going to fix it and make Cooper a better player. Yeah, they're not right. going to fix it through the tight end mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. Many teams do. Uh, Coolio, another tight end. Was ranked? Was he really ranked 29th last year? Tight end. Wow. Uh, OJ Howard. <laughs> man, we're talking about here. I was kind of surprised he was 29th, actually. Yeah, I am surprised. <laughs> better uh, than you thought, or <laughs> it was definitely better than I thought. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Well, Ty, um, let's start with you, my friend. OJ Howard is he gonna be better, or is he gonna be worse? Like better than tight end 29? Well, that's what he was last year, apparently. Yeah, no, he'll, I think he'll be better than tight end 29. He played 14 games last year. They will use him a little bit more. Um, people betting on a breakout for him, though, just because Tom Brady's in town. Not sure about that. I, I need to see it out of O.J. Howard at this point. I need to see it out of Bruce but, Arians, too. Yeah, Bruce Arians using a tight end. Exactly. Yeah, but, I mean, we, but we did see uh, in 2018, we did see what O.J. Howard can do. He looked like he was going to be the next great breakout tight end. And that potential still there. So if you have somebody that's still looking at him like a tight end 29, I'd buy him. But I'm, I'm not willing to you know, consider a top 10 tight end finish for him until I see it happen under Bruce Arians. You want to see it. I respect that. You have no faith. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, he, broke, he broke my heart last year. I acquired him. He did. <laughs> expecting a breakout. I knew there's something. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. some. Yeah, there's some underlying things here with Ty and, and O.J. Howard. I can sense it. Uh, that makes sense, though, because you have a team that uh, Arians, who is a slot receiver coach, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. We love and slot. Have, yeah, and then you have Brady, who has been known to do anything, so he can throw to a tight end, no problem. But if that's not the game plan, then maybe not yeah. so much. Uh, Nick, you you are better, worse. Um, I mean, I mean, he has to be better. I mean, he has to be. Yeah, I yeah, have Can you even name twenty? Yeah. Can you even name twenty nine tight ends that were better than him? Like I can't. I don't even, even know if I can name twenty nine tight ends. Nick. <laughs> exactly. I would if I had to, but uh, right. it would take a long. It would take all night long. <laughs> I mean, it's going to come down to the scheme. We've seen with Tom Brady in New England, he targets the tight ends. When Hernandez was there, when Gronk was there, he targeted the tight end. Now, was that out of necessity because all they had was Julian Edelman? A few years with Randy Moss, I don't know. But we've seen with Bruce Arians dating back. Back until when he was with Pittsburgh was the last time he really used tight ends. He just doesn't use the tight end. Now, is that an O.J. Howard problem? Is that a Bruce Arians scheme problem? I don't know. We're going to find out quickly. Jay kind of touched on it earlier when we talked about Tom Brady. 
Is this going to be a Tom Brady offense? Is this going to be a Bruce Arians offense or a mix of the two? But either way, I'm going to hedge it's going to be a mix of the two. O.J. Howard is going to be better than uh, TE29. He's probably still valued as a top 10 dynasty uh, tight end right now. I don't think I'd purchase him for that price. Um, yeah, but, he's probably there, uh, though. You know, 12 yeah, maybe. But, yeah. but I think he's going to be better than what he is last year. There's no question about that. For sure. Yep. Jason? Um, is, there, is there actually any question, or are, are these two gentlemen correct in what they say? I, I think Nick kind of said exactly what I was about to say for the most part because I did allude to it earlier, and I think it's still something that I'm questioning is, is it going to be a Tom Brady offense or is it going to be a Bruce Arians offense or a mix of the two? If it's Tom Brady offense, Tom loves an athletic tight end. I just know for a fact I'm not shying away from O.J. Howard and Dynasty because I still think he's a huge Dynasty asset. But for this year, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I think he's definitely going to be better than he was last year, but he's not going to be a tight end one. That I can pretty much guarantee. Guarantee. There you go. 51%. 51% guarantee. Uh, before yeah. before we move on, we need to take a uh, a quick bowel break, sure, and, and get a word from our sponsors. Absolutely, they've been just itching to get on. Imagine there's no heaven. It's easy if you try. No hell below us. I got a lot of problems with you people. Thank you, sponsors, for that. Whatever it was, I don't know what it is. That's probably just you. some audio clip I found on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> we're going to finish off. Not Sorry, we're not finished yet. We're going to finish with our tight ends, though. We have one more tight end, I think. It's our last tight end. Oh, we got uh, two no. more. Oh, no, we know. We have another one. You're right. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> we're not finished with I'm, anything yet. I'm wrong in everything I just said. <laughs> so let me just say the name, and we'll talk about him. How's that sound? <laughs> All right. His name is Eric Ebron. Okay. Nailed it. We all know him as Eric Ebron. Uh, e, uh, better or worse? Was he a TE twelve? No, no, no. no. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. Is he going to be better or worse than a tight end one? That yes. was the question posed in the doc. That is the question. Well, I mean, on the team, you'll be a hmm. now. He's in. The, where is he now? Nick has thoughts. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a tough one for me. I want to hear Nick go first here. That All right, Nick, sense. you've been voted to go first. What are your thoughts on Eric? Is he going to be better, or worse, slightly, or a lot, or nothing? Same. Talk to us. Well, if he, if we're looking at him versus TE twenty seven, he's going to be better. But if the question is, is he going to be a TE one? That's where it becomes a little bit more interesting. And I'm going to say he's going to be a TE one. And here's my reason why. Last year, he played 11 games. He had 52 targets. He had to deal with Jack Doyle. Now he's going to a Pittsburgh offense where if you look at history of tight ends with Big Ben in the past, the last seven years of Heath Miller with Big Ben, who was kind of like the last decent tight end there, he averaged 90 targets. Antonio Brown was there. They had other good wide receivers. I think he's going to get targeted there. So long as he can stay healthy, I think we're looking at top 12 production out of Eric Ebron. Vance McDonald, I don't think is going to be a thing. He's going to be relegated to blocking duties or off the field. Uh, between Juju, Eric Ebron, I, I love the fit. I love the Deontay fit. Johnson. Deontay Johnson. And Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good point, Nick. I think that is Get actually. Get triggered, Dave. Get triggered. Fit. Yeah, Ty got triggered a little bit. I love Deontay Johnson. Yeah, you take it easy, big fella. We'll get to him some other week. Our our Deontay Johnson Booster Club uh, appendants are coming in, Ty. Don't worry. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Our our meetings after the podcast, by the way. (laughs) 
I so, just like the fit with the yes, tight end position yes. with Big Ben. If the two can stay healthy, I like it. I like okay, it a lot. So we're gonna go with good fit there for Ebron. I I I have I'm forced to agree. Yeah. Uh has got this gun to my head, you can't see it, but I am forced to agree. Uh who wants up next? Ty? Yeah, I I agree with Nick. I think if he plays if he plays a full season, he's he's a top twelve tight end. The tight end landscape just isn't massively deep. And I think he's going he's going to catch some touchdowns there. The biggest question obviously is does he stay healthy and you know, can Big Ben stay healthy as well? Ebron's having surgery right now. Like right now. Yeah. Like as we speak. As we speak. I'm performing under no, the like, table. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> recently had surgery or is having surgery coming up. So we'll see how that goes. But if he plays a full year, yeah. I mean, I think he's a top 12 tight end, probably right on that borderline, but I think he, I think he can do it. Yeah. Okay. So we got good fit, must stay healthy. Jay, what else do you got for, uh, Eric? Uh, I'm saying, I'm, I don't think he's a tight end one this year. I think he's okay. outside. I think he's going to be outside. I do. I do get the points. These guys said, I like Pittsburgh as a landing spot for him. Uh, I just don't think he's. I, I don't think he's a tight end one. I think he's better, way better than he was last year. I think he's going to be in the in the top end of the tight end two category. Um, but I mean, Ty put some interesting stats here that kind of swayed me a little bit too. He does have a drop percentage last year of eight point two and nine point six. Sorry, nine point six last year and eight point two in twenty eighteen. McDonald only dropped five point six and five point five percent of his passes. I don't know if he's going to gain the trust of the team and the quarterback. I think Ebron has had an issue with drops his entire career. Um, Pittsburgh is going to be dominated by Deontay Johnson and maybe Juju Smith-Schuster too. <laughs> that's, maybe, that's, maybe. that's for later, Ty. But I don't, I don't know. I think he's going to be really touchdown dependent. And I think I think if he drops a couple to start the year, you could see him out of that offense from a, a fantasy standpoint pretty quickly. Okay. I, still, I like that. I, I don't think there's that much. Like, I think I like him more than Vance McDonald, but I don't think there's that much separating them. I'll say, um, even in his breakout year in 2018, he had as many games with less than 40 receiving yards as he did above. So he's very touchdown dependent, and he Absolutely. does drop a ton of passes. But still, I think he, you know, I think he can catch, you know, eight touchdowns, seven touchdowns next year. And that alone puts him in contention. So if he gets seven okay. touchdowns, he's a tight end one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So good That's fit, possible. good fit, trust issues. Is that, is that what we're thinking? He's it's a good fit, but there might be trust issues. Yeah. And. Yeah, I think that's very and, fair. And, yeah. and does Big Ben stay healthy the entire season? I think it was a that, point that's brought up earlier. Too, and that's right? one that, you know, like without Big Ben, like who do they got? Yeah, I've duck, seen more athletic, more athletic-looking people begging for change recently. Like <laughs> Big Ben doesn't look like he's in great shape. <laughs> we, we, we we mentioned that. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh man, I'm sending you, you a picture got, in a minute. You I, I hope I hope he doesn't get COVID. I'll put it in the video. I'll put a picture of him throwing balls okay. in the gym, looking like Santa Claus. On meth, I think. Yep. Wow. I sent his I sent his picture to Jay one night. He got back to me. We we're playing Apex. He got back to me. He's like, "Whoa, who the fuck is that?" I'm like, this big bad. It actually was. I didn't know who it was. <laughs> Interesting. I, I thought well, I thought it was. I thought Dad's beard got longer. <laughs> <laughs> and right. and gut got smaller. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Sir. Our dad is kind of fat. All right. Well, I'm excited to see Eric in the landing spot. I hope he doesn't watch this. But <laughs> well, I, yeah. here, here's my question. I know we're a dynasty podcast, but if, if you're talking redraft, who would you rather own going into next year, Eric Ebron or OJ Howard? Because I don't know if I can pick one. They're that close. I would say Ebron personally. In a redraft? In a redraft. Yeah, yeah. D- redraft for next year. I think year. a little more guarantee. OJ Howard could yeah. be 27 or he could be 7. Ebron yeah, is probably going to be 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 in that range. I think it depends on the shape of my team. If I have a really solid team with a bunch of guys that I 
you know, pretty much guaranteed are going to produce, then I'd probably go for the upside of Howard. But I think, yeah, yeah in, a, in a vacuum, I think maybe Ebron, yeah. Well, you know, for a fact, based on how I draft my teams, it's going to be O.J. Howard for me because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I always yeah. go for the lottery tickets. But I, O.J. Howard is an Eric Ebron. There's, there's no comparison. I'd probably so go it's a, oh, I'd take a Howard just on the whole Brady factor. So it's a floor versus ceiling debate, really. Who do you want to roll the dice with? For a right? tight end, I like floor. If I'm not drafting early and get one of the top guys, I like floor. Mm, yep. I, I can I like deal. That. I can deal with floor in a tight end. I, I can deal with five, six points a week. I can't deal with a tight end that gets me zero in thirteen one week. True. Fair enough. Floor ceiling. I like just all the air in between. <laughs> what's, your answer, what's your answer, Nick? You yeah, I there. don't know. I'd have to think about it. Actually, um, I, I'm usually a guy that would rather roll with uh, consistency, so I'd probably go with uh, Eric Ebron. Yeah, Fine. that's what I'm saying too. Like I'll wrong. say Ebron now. I'd rank Ebron ahead, but knowing myself, just like Jay, I'd take OJ Howard every time, probably in the actual draft. Yeah, I'd probably end up with Cole Komet. Who am I talking about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. First, first round. I'll, I'll end up with Mo Ali Cox and then drop him two weeks in. And be like, ah, it didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a guy that worked out last year for a lot of folks. Did not work out for me four years ago or three years ago. Amari Cooper, still a Dallas Cowboy. Got a big contract. Is Shut that right? Up and I think take I my did. money. Hundred million bucks. Hundred million. That's it. So chump change. <laughs> uh, so big car. Big that new coach. Jason Garrett is over Warski's. Finalies. Um, overstayed his welcome, in my opinion. Um, so yeah. So new coach. Same quarterback. Yeah, same Michael receiver. McCarthy. Yeah, McC- yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And a big contract. We know how that can sometimes affect players uh, in certain. Uh, situations uh so what do we got first on amari cooper j is he going to be better worse slightly or slightly worse or whatever i'm, what is I'm gonna go wide receiver s- nine last uh, wide receiver year, right? nine last year all right thank you uh, i'm gonna go slightly better slightly better than slightly okay better. and you want to know why Ooh. i'm sure you do i do, I do. Point, I do. Proof, right. point proof yeah i think the offense is going to continue continually rely less upon zeke I think Mike McCarthy has been shown he can have a he can have a running back that's effective, but he does support that elite wide receiver one. Uh, I think Dak has a decent enough arm to support a slight increase on Amari Cooper. Um, they're going to run more than twelve plays this year. That's good. That helps. That helps. Probably fifteen or sixteen plays based on Mike McCarthy's history, but more than what they ran under Jason Garrett last year. And I think Amari Cooper and Gallup are going to be the beneficiaries of that of that offense. I think right, Zeke so is still good. an elite running back. He's still one of my favorite running backs in the NFL. Him and Dak are super tight, so tight they even hang out during the COVID pandemic. <laughs> um, but I think Zeke is still going to be fed the ball. He's still going to have an, a, like a huge role in the team. But I th- I think it's still it's a passing offense now, and I think th- they're they're going to get past that point where it's just Zeke runs the ball, and that's the only way they have any success because that's how Mike McCarthy runs his teams. Pass first. Yeah. Good points. Yeah. Yeah, you look guys like Jennings, Driver, Nelson, Randall Cobb for a while, Devontae Adams. Mike McCarthy's had a lot of really relevant fantasy receivers, so that point yeah. stands. He left, Cobb went off, the. he was gone. Um, Ty, continue on. Anything else there? Would you say a, a slightly, can he be better than nine as Jay uh, thinks? Yeah, he can definitely be better than nine. Personally, I have him uh, finishing just below nine. He's a top ten. No, <laughs> like, just like 10, 11, 12. Just oh, got you, got you, got you. Yeah. I'd say a little bit worse just because I think Michael Gallup was almost as good as him last year. And I think Gallup takes a bigger step forward, just takes a bigger chunk out of the work okay. the work for Cooper. Gotcha. If you actually look at the stats between Amari Cooper and uh, Michael Gallup, I don't have him in front of me right now, but 
I think uh, Cooper had three more touchdowns, something like that, and a few more yards. Mm-hmm. But they were actually pretty comparable. I think Michael Gall is one of my favorites, you know, slightly cheap guys to buy right now in Dynasty. I think he just takes a little bit more out of Cooper. So I think, yeah, Cooper's still a top 10 Dynasty receiver for me. I think in redraft, I'll probably <laughs> rank him around 13. But I'll probably have Gallup around 17, 18. I, I think Gallup, this is, this is his year for sure to add to Ty's point. I think Michael Gallup is the guy that I would be acquiring in this scenario just because his value is so much less than Cooper and you're getting you're getting good dollar on him for sure. Yeah. We keep yes, talking about him. For sure. And I don't know well if there'd be other people talking about Gallup. Oh, well, everyone so loves Get Gallup. him now if you can yeah. before people catch on and say this guy's a little bit better than anybody's getting ranked. So, so we had Gallup as a dynasty buy last week in uh, like week 3 or 4 one of our first episodes and We've been talking yeah. about him quite often since he's, yeah. he's not like the, buy, the buy low window. I think is disappearing for anybody mm-hmm. that really pays yeah. attention to dynasty. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I got him on uh, one of my teams. Nick, what are you, we got a slightly better. We have a slightly worse. Yeah. I'm going to go with slightly worse. I don't know if he can make uh top nine again. I think that's going to be a stretch. I actually think I'd actually disagree with Jay. I think they're not going to go to a passing offense. I think they're going to go to a run first offense. I think that was one of the issues with Garrett. He was always passing the ball. And I think Jerry Jones was fed up with that. They paid Zeke a ton of money. They're going to ride Zeke. If you look back to the days when McCarthy was with Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers was constantly audibling out of the run plays and calling his own pass plays. I think this is going to be a McCarthy offense. They're going to run the ball. Ty makes a great point with Gallup. That was something I was going to talk about, but he, of course he got that. And uh, Gallup's going to have his share. <laughs> I, I know, I see. He's a no, smart th- guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. And I think... Uh... Just the only thing against, I think Kellen Moore is still going to be calling the offense, right? But McCarthy is the one that's going to be devising the plan. You know, sure. he's going to have a big say in it, right? Week to week, and he's going to be saying, "Hey, listen, we will get. We need to run the ball. We need to run the ball." I, that's my feeling. I mean, I don't know what Mark, Mike McCarthy's going to do. If you go based on history with what Jay's talking about, McCarthy's <laughs> always been a pass first guy. I just have a feeling they're going to run the ball more. I don't know if Cooper is going to hit WR9 this year. Well, Knowing what I know about Mike McCarthy, I'm not sure Mike McCarthy knows what he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm super I just, in my, in my opinion, to what Nick said, Jerry Jones was fed up with it. Why did Jerry Jones just pay Mari Cooper $100 million? Yeah. Well, because um, because Jerry Jones is a terrible negotiator. That's why. Well, he wants to pay, <laughs> he, he wants every player in his team to be the highest paid player in the league. That's yeah. good. Yeah. But I, I honestly I honestly don't think they're going to cut Amari Cooper out of the offense at all. I think if anything no, he's going to get the ball no. more this year and so is Gallup. I just think everyone else <laughs> in that offense outside of Zeke, Gallup and and Cooper are are pointless at this point. Yeah. Blake Jarwin. I, Blake Jarwin. I mean we're, <laughs> actual sleeper tight end potentially if you're yeah, looking to go really potential. late round, yeah. 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 I mean we're forced to pick better or worse, right? Not same. So Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's going to be yeah. in that range. He's going to be in that 8 to 12 range. Yeah. Well, not a big jump on either side. I can right. definitely see the points. Yeah. I'm he thinking will... pass. Sorry, yeah. Good. I was just thinking, when Jason, I'm thinking, you're right. That's a pass heavy. I think it's going to be pass. That was my first thought. Nick, you have some good points too as well. So I'm really curious to see. But uh, I don't think it's going to be a big, uh, big no. jump either way. And I think the one think point we... that Nick brought up was actually pretty good was the fact that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers did audible a shit ton of plays. Oh, he did. Isn't that fun to watch, though? That's so fun to watch. Oh, I, I, I love watching oh, Rodgers. I love, it. I, I, I love like, it. I was a yeah. Packers fan for a long time. I'm a closet Packers fan now. I love Dude. to trade their players and sell them all the time, apparently. <laughs> but watching yeah. Aaron Rodgers in his prime was a treat. I would say he was probably one of my favorite quarterbacks. He will make a great coach one day, yeah. I think. Yeah. 
He so, probably he, won't because he's, he's so fucking rich. But well, he's a great. Yeah, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't need to. But mm-hmm. need to. I, I think we can all agree on Amari Cooper. If you own him, you're probably going to enjoy him for about half of the year, and then be ripping your hair out starting him for the other half. That's just a given with Amari Cooper. So that's just the Amari Cooper ownership. But at ownership the end of the scenario. year, he'll finish. He'll finish somewhere between eight and twelve or fourteen or something. Yeah, probably. he started my hairline decrease a couple of years ago, and I just had to get rid of him <laughs> personally before it got worse. But uh, some regrets for sure. Next on the list, this guy, another guy who has not moved. He's still playing where he played last year, and that's in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. He's their number two wide receiver. His name is Calvin Ridley, of course. I'm sure you figured that out after those two giant hints. He was WR25 overall last year in just 13 games. He was seven WR17 in fantasy points per game. Uh, do you guys think he will be better or worse than WR17? If you, if you pick worse, I'll fight you. Yeah, I'm not picking anything now. We can't fight Jay. We have Ty, to stay Ty, away. I didn't pick worse. Nick, did you pick worse? No. So he's better. I think somebody, no, I think everyone agreed on this one. If I remember yeah. the, my chart, I made it work of all the W's and B's. It was like an all new WB. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Ty, I'll let you talk first. Um, obviously, you think he's gonna be now. He's gonna be a little bit better, or you think he's gonna make a big jump this year? I think That's he's gonna question. be. A, I think it'll be a lot better than wide receiver twenty five that he finished at. Wide mm-hmm. receiver seventeen in fantasy points per game. I think is pretty close, but I think I have him better. I think wide receiver fourteen is where I have him ranked right now. Okay. 13, 14. I, I like him as a kind of a top end wide receiver too. If he's my wide receiver too on a fantasy team, I'm super oh, excited. I'm so happy. So you're happy. Especially in Dynasty because he's getting better. Okay. So you're you're happy t- top tight end T E oh, sorry T W R two. You're very happy to have him in that spot. Great. Absolutely. Nick, do you think you have him as high? Yeah, Over. I have him in this I have him in the same range. I mean, Hooper's gone, ninety seven targets there are gone. It's going to be the Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley show, and both those guys are going to feast. He's going to yep. crush his ADP that whatever he had last year, you know. Yep. Uh, last year, three games without uh, without Hooper. There's only three games still, but if you look at his stats in those three games, I would extrapolate in PPR to be the wide receiver two overall. Wide receiver yeah. twenty six in their ten. He was outstanding without Austin Hooper. I think we touched. He's on obviously that a, he's not going to be yeah. that high. He's not going to be the wide receiver too, but this is a guy that's he's really got a chance to really to jump up in the dynasty rankings, and I think most of the dynasty community is aware of this. But cool. yeah, cool. So all right, so there we go. We got some good uh, some good positive words here, Jay. Yeah, uh, I, th- I know you're on the same line. Well, a lot of people were disappointed with him last year because his touchdown his touchdown rate actually went down a little bit. He went from ten to seven. His reception stayed flat. His target stayed flat, like 92, 93, 64, 63. So, I mean, there really wasn't much change in his usage. But now, they like like the guy said, Austin Hooper is gone. Um, I, I think they're going to have a better run game. I actually think Todd Gurley is going to improve that team. I, I can see him as a, as a absolute top end, if not the top wide receiver, too. Matt Ryan can support a wide receiver one and two. Mm, yep. I can. Absolutely. This well, offense we saw that is good. With, I, I'm, we, saw I'm that with Roddy, we saw that with Roddy White and uh, Julio, Julio Jones when they were yeah. together. So, I don't yeah. see any w- reason why it can't be like that now. He's just taking Roddy's spot, really. The one-two punch, and he's still young. He was old when he was drafted for for yes. for, for his year, but he's, he's still a young wide young, receiver. Yeah. He's still yeah. he's still in his prime. He's entering the yeah. best part of his prime, in all honesty. So, yeah, he's he's okay. about the same age as Amari Cooper, which is crazy. But yep. So you're saying he's the best uh, WR two? 
I think that's what I'm getting. I, I think you, he's 13, 14, he's in that 15 range, in that range. Yeah. Okay. If he's my wide receiver too, I'm happy, very happy with it. Dynasty, you did my static, static redraft, redraft, I'm still very happy with that. We're getting a lot of positive stuff from, from Ridley, a lot of positive things. So I'm not going to fight that. I'm not even going to try. So you'll be better. Now here's an interesting one. Now I know, Nick, I'm going to start with you. You've kind of flipped on this guy. I kind of asked you to flip on him. But you said you said you would. Uh, he's I'll, a tight end. Uh, tight end eight. Tyler yeah, Higby. Sorry, did you say he finished his tight end eight last year? He did. Yeah. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, he, wow. I don't know. I yeah, didn't look at uh, half PPR yet. He finished half tight end eight the last four weeks. Yeah. The last four weeks he was tight end one. The yeah, rest he killed the, the last he was four like weeks. Tight end thirty. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, so I think he's going to be worse. Um, okay. We heard Sean McVay talk. I think last week about he wants to get Gerald Everett more involved in the offense. That was my I know concern. Cook, I know that Cooks is gone, but I think Josh Reynolds is simply going to just going to take those targets. I don't think Higby's going to be the beneficiary. I look back at this 2019 stats. He Higby averaged 21 yards per game with a healthy Everett. So Everett started. He dressed the last two games of the season. Higby went off. I didn't count those. But if you count those two games... Higby only averaged 33 yards per game, including week 16 and 17 with Everett. I don't see it. I don't, I don't see the growth here. I don't think he's going to be more than TE9. He's going to be worse for me. Be worse? Yeah. Jay? Higby? I, I honestly, I would say same. I don't yeah, think he's better. Same, but. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be better than tight end eight. He might be slightly yeah. worse, but okay. I still think he's a tight end one. Uh, I, I am also concerned about Gerald Everett, but I think... The fact that Cooks is gone, I, I love Josh Reynolds. I don't think Josh Reynolds is Brandon Cooks. I don't think he's close to Brandon Cooks. He's going to be good, but he's nowhere near the same level of player. So I think Reynolds is going to absorb some of those targets, but they're going to go to two tight end sets. And and Tyler Higby was better alone than Jared ever, ever was with Tyler Higby in the lineup. Good point. Higby yeah. is a better tight end, in my opinion. I'm not... Yeah. I mean, I think he, I think I, I'm a Canadian well. in Ottawa, Ontario... That watches a lot of football and plays a lot of dynasty and fantasy, but I like watching Tyler Higby more than like watching Gerald Everett. And I know I know a lot of people were had a hard ons for Gerald Everett last year, but Higby was better. Higby was better. Yeah. Ty, what are your thoughts, buddy? I think Gerald Everett's a better athlete than Tyler Higby, but Tyler Higby is a better tight end right now. And I think just looking at the last, not even just four weeks, actually week seventeen, which nobody really cares about for fantasy, he still had eighty six yards and a touchdown. I think. It's like I think he proved in those last five weeks that he can be a valuable part of the offense. Personally, I think he finishes a top t- uh, top eight tight end this year. So I didn't want to believe it at the end of last better? year. Yeah, I think slightly better. Slightly better, close to the same. Yeah, yeah. I'm willing to go on that right now. I think the Gerald Everett seven stuff. To 10. Yeah, I, yeah, seven to ten. I think that's the yeah, same. Yeah, with Jay here, I think. The you Gerald Everett stuff, I totally believe it. But at the same time, yeah. how much how much coach speak is there right now? How many coaches okay. are saying this about every single player on their team? Like, I mean, Higby showed last season what he could do. I'm, I'm going to play the role of the host right now. Who's better this year in fantasy, Tyler Higby or Gerald Everett? I'm going Higby. Hig- Higby, Higby, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, if, if I have to choose, I'll take Higby mm-hmm. for sure. But so, I don't think that so means let's, that let's he's let's disregard a... what Sean McVay said about Gerald no, Everett. I, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I Everett. That, you let me I'm not saying Everett. Everett's going to be better. What I'm saying is that Everett's going to have more of a role. It's going to take away from Higby. He could for if, sure. Yeah, but Everett, Everett had, had a huge role last year. No, well, he was injured. 
I know. Can they support two tight ends? Can they do it? Can they support two tight ends like like Philly? Uh, I think, I think with Brandon Cooks gone, they maybe they can. Maybe they Josh Reynolds to. just doesn't have this breakout that some people are thinking. I think Josh Reynolds is going to be better. He's going to be better for sure. He's going to he's going to be potentially bench viable where he, where you actually might throw him in your lineup from time to time. But I don't know, man. Like, is Josh Reynolds better than Higby and Everett? Is he is is he anywhere near Brandon Cooks? No. I love Josh Reynolds. I think he's a great player. I'd love to have him on my team as a fucking lottery ticket. But this guy's getting he's not getting my fifty one percent bust out. Not. No, he, he he's at he's at twelve percent for me. Yeah. But what? when you're right when you're right fifty one percent of the time, you're wrong forty nine. So. <laughs> I mean, Dave, you, you bring up some good points. I mean, if you look at uh, they can support the if you look at the Rams, they have no they have no draft capital. They have no money to spend. So what are they going to do? They could play two tight end set and do a lot more blocking. Is that going to be better because Higby and Ever are both going to be on the field? So potential more targets, maybe. Or are they going to be used to block more and they're not going to get those targets? I don't know. In terms of the Josh Reynolds thing, he averaged 15 and a half yards per reception last year. I think he's going to fill that Brandon Cook's more deep role. He's a bigger target. I, I, I love his breakout potential. I'm not saying he's as good in terms of an athlete or potential or that sort of thing like Cooks is. But I think, Jay, I think you're not giving him enough love. I, th- I think he needs a little more love there. And uh, I don't right, see... 26%. All right. <laughs> Fine. If you, if you had to ask me, is Higby going to finish between 10 and 12? I'd probably say yes. But I'll go out on a limb and say he doesn't finish as a, as a TE1 this year. I'll, I'll stick yeah. my neck out on that one. That's fair. That's where I was at the end of last season. I was a big proponent of sell Tyler Higby. But just yeah. the more I thought about it, the more I've kind of looked at looked at it over the offseason. I, I think maybe he just finishes as a tight end seven or eight again. So yeah. well, that's where I'm at now. I think Jer- Jared Goff. I, I I don't think Jared Goff is going to be a wide receiver friendly tight end or a quarterback. I think I think he's gonna be more of a tight end friendly quarterback moving forward. Well, we we went on a, over a number earlier. Uh, I believe he had seventy touchdowns in seventy three games. That guy is gone. Obviously, he's a running back. Todd Gurley, yeah. But do you think any of these receivers slash tight ends are going to pick up that slack and get some more? Yeah, some Tyler Higby and Gerald yeah. Everett. That's and what I'm Ro- thinking. And Robert Woods. And Robert Woods. Yeah. Robert Woods is going to be so, going to become yeah, re- going to have Cooper a Cup. Season. Cooper Cup in the end zone too. Maybe I think. Yeah. yeah. But I think I think, I think the they can. All these guys. I think my, they can look towards the Eagles. I think my uh, biggest Eagles question. This has become yeah. more of a Josh Reynolds discussion at this point. But is Josh Reynolds is, is he ahead of Cooper Cup and Robert Woods? Nah. No. no. He's no. not. I think I think we're pretty high on him. I know I'm high on him. I know we've talked about him. He's a he's a good buy low option. I think we might be getting a little bit ahead of ourselves when it comes to Josh Reynolds. No, no. I, I think Josh. I think Josh Reynolds is one of those guys that you right now is the time to buy him, or maybe yeah, last yeah. year. I don't think he's the, he's the guy that you want to buy next year. And if you are buying yeah. next year, it's either for a shit ton or for nothing at all. Yeah, he, he is a huge yeah. boom bust breakout candidate. Yeah. Yeah, if he's going now, to break, if he's going to break out, it has to happen this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, like we've talked about Josh Reynolds a few times. I've written into a few docs, and the reason is because you can buy him for like a fourth round rookie pick. Yeah, that was definitely that the potential. time to buy him. Every, every time though, I get excited yeah. about Josh Reynolds. I have to remind myself: there's there's Cooper Cup. Yeah, there's Robert Woods. There's Gerald Everett. There's Tyler Higby. Like there's a there's, lot of people uh, in that offense that can play the role. But there's no more Todd Gurley. Yeah, and there's no more Brandon Cooks. Yeah, but Todd, Todd Gurley. That's wasn't, good for everybody. Well, is, yeah, yeah, but Todd Gurley doesn't take away much from Josh Reynolds. Brandon Cooks is the one that would yeah. that, that he'll benefit from for, for deep stuff. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it'd be interesting to see. I'm excited to see uh, see that team as well. I'm a fan. That was a lot uh, of time we spent on Tyler Higby. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we added a little Josh I'm Reynolds impressed. in there. 
Very yes, passionate towards Tyler. I just got my Christmas shopping done. Nick, you're getting a Josh Reynolds jersey. <laughs> Jay, 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 you're getting Brandon Cooks. You got a lot of teams to choose from, buddy, so you're lucky. There All you right. go, yeah. <laughs> I'll, take, the I'll, t- I'll take the Saints version, please. <laughs> yeah. Get the whole collection, the five, the five jersey collection for Cooks. Um, next on the list, this guy has only played for one organization, so you can get just one jersey for this guy. Um, he has a new quarterback. He was 12th. WR 12 last year in 2019 in 13 games. WR 3 in fantasy points per game is Mike Evans. Is he going to be better or is he going to be worse than WR 5 in 2020? Tyler, I'm going to start with you, my man. WR 5? Yeah, better or worse? Uh, I think worse than WR 5. I just, I think Godwin's going to take a lot of targets too. I don't think both those guys finished in the top five throughout an entire season. I know they both had cups of coffee there last year. I think Evans was, what, wide receiver three in points per game? Yeah, he was. So they're both going to be high. I don't think Evans – I don't think Tom Brady coming to town helps Evans just because Jameis Winston was throwing the ball so much and Brady's going to be – they'll be smarter. They'll get Manders' game better. So I'll have to go lower than that, but still easily a wide receiver one for me, easy. Okay. It's a little bit worse or significantly worse maybe even. Who knows? Jay, what do you think, buddy? Oh. I, I think he's worse, man. I don't see him as a top five at all. I see him as a back-end wide receiver one, top-end wide receiver two. I think Tom Brady's arrival hurts Evans more than anyone. Yep. I see Godwin repeating what he did last year. I don't see him necessarily better. I see. I don't see anyone in the offense better, actually. I see the team with more wins and a playoff mm-hmm. team, but, I, but no one in this offense is going to benefit from Tom Brady being there other than maybe Chris Godwin. Um, and uh, OJ, oh, Howard, and OJ Howard, yeah, yeah. Well, if potentially. Bruce, if Bruce yeah. Arians gets his fat ass out of the way, maybe OJ Howard. Maybe I love Bruce Arians, but get your fat ass out of the way at tight end, a tight end progression yeah. here. But I don't know. I I think for him, he's gonna slot behind the better Edelman, which is Chris Godwin. Yeah. Okay. Nick, oh, you have anything to add there, bud? Yeah, those two basically hit it out of the park in terms of the thoughts. I mean, yeah, he's not gonna hit do. five. Thank you. He's yeah, he's not gonna hit five this year. He's a back end WR one. Okay, I have I have concerns. It's going to be the Godwin and maybe OJ Howard and probably the new running back show there. Do you guys think Godwin mean, is better than Evans? No fantasy value. Fantasy no, no, no. Respect? In general, in general, in general, I don't. I think Evans is a more gifted receiver. Yeah, I yes. think Godwin yeah. has more targets and plays that role. Yeah, but I think Evans. Mike Evans is a really, really good actual yeah. NFL wide receiver. Sure. Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> I think him, him with him with a, a good deep threat quarterback that's slightly that's more accurate would be yes. absolutely yep. fucking elite. Uh, we'll see. And he Brady, has been. He he and Brady might be a great match. Like Brady's never had that super athletic six foot five wide receiver to throw. Randy him. Moss. He might just lock onto him and love him. The only one Randy I can think of is Randy six, Moss. He was six three, I think. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah but he was super athletic and fast yeah. and a deep threat. Yeah. Oh, but, he's great. but that he was Brady when Brady I mean. had a 35-year-old or 32-year-old shoulder versus yeah. a 40-year-old shoulder. Yeah. That was back, you know, 20 years ago when he was 32. <laughs> yeah. And Ty said exactly the one thing I would, like I'm I'm with you on the he's gonna be worse, but that the one thing is if somehow him and Brady just have this synergy yeah. and they connect, mm-hmm. it could be something, but I don't think it's worth the risk. Yeah. And my question to you, if you had to pick between Evans and Ridley in a dynasty. Are you still taking Evans? Yes, or I'm taking Ab- Evans. Hey, no still question. Evans? No question. Okay. I think for me, closer, Ev- yeah. Evans and Julio. Yeah. I'm taking Evans, closer. but Evans and Ridley. I'm taking. I'm taking. Uh, still taking Evans, Evans and Julio. I'm taking yeah. Evans. Evans and Ridley. I'm taking Evans. 
Evans is still like 25, 26 years old. I mean, exactly. Yeah. He, he's the same oh, age as Ridley almost. That's what yeah. I mean. You know, I just think it might really might have yeah. some more upside. I don't know. I love Ridley, but no, I think but Evans. Now Evans is still a wide receiver one year over year, and he, you never know. He might just work with Tom Brady. Good. <laughs> and Tom Brady's yeah. Tom Brady's forty three. Might go to Tampa and just be shit. That's it. I yeah. think I think there's a forty nine percent chance that Evans is is the best receiver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that I think that's about accurate though. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's it is a coin toss here. Yeah, maybe well, the, talking, warmer weather, the warmer weather. The warmer weather. If you're talking accuracy, it wasn't 49% Jameis Winston's like completion percentage last year? Not if you're <laughs> counting interceptions. Uh, that was okay, a touchdown right. to uh, yeah, interception percentage. He's still not allowed to use my bathroom. It's been months. Pees <laughs> <laughs> all over the floor. Russell Wilson, yeah. though, he, he, he can go from my kitchen if he wants to. <laughs> Wilson over the shoulder. No looking. Uh-huh. If you haven't listened to uh, episode six, you probably won't remember that quote. <laughs> it was one of our better moments as a podcast. Oh, good. Yeah, pretty funny. I think the one thing with Evans, he, him and Winston were like a perfect match for each other because Winston would just chuck it. He had no fear. He would just throw it down the field, and Evans is a big jump ball guy. Yeah. So those opportunities, are they going to be there with Brady? That's the big question. That's the big question, Mark, and that's something we, we just don't know. Right now, I think we kind of have to lean towards there being less, for sure. Yeah. You got to err on the side of caution there. Brady isn't a noodle-earned quarterback. He has an arm. He has the best arm, but he can throw it downfield. Yeah. Yep. He has an iron. They're starting to show those like old man veins on it and stuff now. And <laughs> he's got he's got band aids. He's got liver spots before the game. Lovers, li- liver spots. Yeah. Liver yeah, spots. Liver but he's got something to prove. He's in a new <laughs> first time outside of uh, of New England. I think he's got something to prove. I think he wants to prove that he's forty three and he can still play. And it wasn't and just I think Evans. Yeah, exactly. And I think Evans is say I can play and I, you give me an elite receiver and I can be the Brady I was when I was twenty eight. Yeah, so I, no, I, I'm curious to see. And I do think Brady succeeds for at least one more year. The guy just defies most logic. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our last guy, we say the best for last. Um, the worst for last, Dave. <laughs> you, uh, he you is that. David Johnson. Um, no, first off, it's impossible to be worse than last year. Yes. Is it? Yes. Um, he was RB38. So, uh, injuries aside, say assuming he stays healthy for more than two games, he's going to beat that. So he's going to be better. My question is, is how much better will he be over um, over last year? And uh, Nick, we'll start with you, buddy. Uh, do you think he has a is there a resurgence here of, of David Johnson in the making? I, I don't know. I mean, Define I resurgence. Yeah, I love David Johnson three years <laughs> ago, but he's battled injuries. He had a back issue last year. I mean. He has to be better. If he stays healthy, he's going to be better than be better, 38 yeah. or 39 or whatever he was last year. Yeah. But you just have to how start. That's all how much better is he going to be? It's been three years since he's really been productive, or two years, or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. he's not a guy that I'm looking to go out and buy. No. But new. Um, this is really, really, yeah. really cheap. I, I, I will say though. Uh, in the first six weeks of last year, he, he looked terrible running the ball, but he was actually effective enough as a receiver. For the yeah. first six weeks of last year, he was the RB8 in standard and the RB6 in PPR through six weeks. So if they use him in a similar role, feature him out of the slot a bit, work a lot of short passes to him, screenplays, whatever the hell they might do. Is he still then, in Arizona? He is, right? It might no. work out for him. 
No, went to Houston. Houston. Oh, Houston, that's right. I had a feeling went somewhere. That makes a lot more sense because there's no way yeah. they can afford. To... And they just made a bonehead play to get him. They gave up way too much. Made an absolutely terrible trade to acquire him. So I think they will try to feature him. Houston made a bad yeah. trade. You, you can thank Bill <laughs> O'Brien for that. There, Texas. Next thing you're gonna tell me is we're under a global pandemic and we all have to stay inside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're crazy, man. You're crazy. Yeah. So right. I, th- I think for that reason, he does have a chance to finish as a, a running back, twelve to fourteen next year. Okay, I pose a question. But it won't look good though. I pose a mm-hmm. question. Lamar Miller, his mm-hmm. fifth season in the NFL, 268 Six? rushing attempts, fifth, 1,073 yards and five TDs. Can David Johnson beat Lamar Miller's fifth season in the NFL? Because he rushing? was, an, I don't know. He was an RB2. <laughs> yeah. I don't know rushing, but I think he'll have enough receiving work that it might. Well, do you want to hear his receiving work time? Sure. Yeah. Because it wasn't good. It was two hundred. Lamar Miller. So, it was two hundred and yeah. what forty-one yards? No, two hundred ninety-one yards. So, so he beat he fourteen hundred yards. Fourteen hundred yards. yards. So is he going to beat fourteen hundred yards? I think he could if he plays all season. They'll feature him enough. I well, think the take... issue. I think the issue is Duke Johnson is there, and he's yes. he's going yeah. he's, he's going to be featured. Yeah, he's as there, well. He's, catch, he's he's there catching back. So is oh, he going to oh, take? Oh. Is he going to take Duke Duke's job? Yes, I think he will. Oh, okay. Just a simple yes from Ty. All right, I mean, you don't, trade DeAndre, you don't trade DeAndre Hopkins for somebody that can't unseat Duke Johnson. Straight up! <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you have to believe in the guy if you trade it for him. Like, I, I don't. I don't think they should have, no, obviously. No. But yeah, you have to. I, I don't think he's not an RB1. He hasn't been an RB1 in a long time. Is he an RB2 this year? Potentially. Is he an RB3? 100% he's an RB3 if yeah. he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. I think he might be yeah. an RB1. Yeah, he could be. He wow. could be. I think the potential is there. I think he could. Not buying him for it or anything. I don't want oh, him. Fuck okay. no. But, there but could I, think, be I, think, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he hit it. If he's, yeah. if he's the RB12, if the if the guy ends up with like 700 receiving yards, yeah. Well, who else are you going to pass? Not predicting it. Well, not predicting it, but. There's no well, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, you got Cooks, and then you got Duke. Kiki yeah, Kuti. Fuller, Kiki Kute. Yeah, so I think I think the potential is. So Will Fuller is going to play four games. So after yeah. Will Fuller goes down, Kiki Kuti. And Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks gets a concussion. Boom. Kiki Kuti. Duke Johnson. Gets, and David Johnson. Yeah, Kenny there Stills well. will play too. Okay, yeah, so but... he'll play eight games. Yeah. I would say Stills. if you get David Johnson cheap, if you get a buy low on David Johnson, I would almost take the chance on Not that. Not in Dynasty that. for me. Not less buy low in Dynasty. Buy low in Dynasty. If, I'm, still take, if, if it's a true buy low. If it's a really buy low. Yeah. 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 Taking, uh, would you give up, say, a third round rookie for David Johnson? Yes. Yeah, contending. Yeah, second, I'd give up a second. second. No, I wouldn't do a second. I'd, I'd give up. No, I'd go. I'd give up a second. You would any yeah. second, early second. Yeah, if I was contending, yes. Yeah. Well, maybe not early I, super flex. Maybe uh, uh, mid second. If you're yeah, contending maybe. though, you don't have an early super flex. You have a late super flex. Well, you, yeah, but through trades, you play with a bunch yeah. of idiots like we do, and just take all the things <laughs> like Nick does. And yeah, it could happen. So, so Nick's going to draft every player in this in this rookie class. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am not because I traded a pick to get Mason Rudolph to yeah, save no, my season. That's perverse. Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you sure you should be hosting a fantasy football? Ty, podcast? I lost Matt Stafford and I Ben know. Roethlisberger. I know the circumstances. It's it's, it's Pat Mahomes viable. and whoever else quarterback I could throw in that slot. But Jason no, was a victim of circumstances. Right. And, he put, <laughs> and he, put, he, put, he put a full dress team on the field, and I respect that. I did. It just sucked for you. I felt bad for you. I still love uh, So I get I guess we kind of agree that David Johnson, that RB two status, that's what we're thinking. 
I, well, I think we have I think, RB1, RB3 averages to RB2. I think RB2 for me is is a likely, I think I think 51% J guarantee. You're throwing us a lot of guarantees there. Yeah, I, I think say RB2. The other issue, I just don't trust Bill O'Brien. Like, what's the guy going to do <laughs> what next? He does. Like, what is he going to do? What, he ever, what has he ever done to make you not trust him? <laughs> oh, man. His wife's like, is he going to divorce me? I don't know. Like, I don't know what he's going to do day in and day out. But if he divorces oh. his wife, it's going to be for some, like, basically street prostitute that's yeah. destitute on crack because he clearly cannot upgrade. <laughs> but you never know. I mean, I mean if. If, did he sell? I heard he had like a Lamborghini and he sold it for a '96 Chevette this offseason. Did anyone else hear that? Nick, oh, they not. stopped making the Chevette in '86. Yeah, <laughs> it was a ni- it was a '96 Camry and it was yeah. fully loaded with leather <laughs> seats. <laughs> it had a it had a it had a cassette player. He liked that. It was track. good on gas. Good on gas. Yeah, that was good. Uh, excellent. Well, that's a great list, guys. Uh, I'm really, um, I'm really more excited now to uh, for a lot of these guys. You know, look to see it. how they do, so we can uh, Smile. maybe to our own horn or uh, say, "Well, Ty, you got it wrong again, buddy." The the only thing I'm gonna say, we're gonna. <laughs> the only thing I'm gonna say, I want to jump back. <laughs> want to jump back to that Rams discussion. Yeah, that was a good one. I thought we were done Jared with the episode. Goff, Jared Goff had 626 pass attempts last year. I don't see any more than that. No, it'll be less. I don't. Be more completions though. It'll be less. Maybe, maybe. It'll be less, but it'll be more completions probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't the best pass completions percentage last year. I don't think wasn't. I don't amazing. know. If he doesn't we'll have more completions running. next year, then he may not have a job in two more years. So. Yeah, I think yeah. next year is a Goff has to be get a, improve the old line, give him what he needs, and he then it's up to him. O line will be improved for sure. There'll be better pass yeah. attempts. They have to address yeah. the old line. And if yeah. Daryl Henderson's are starting running back, maybe they still have to throw the ball close to six. Oh, they there's, definitely have to. There's some people, not a Henderson guy. I've seen him on Twitter. Like we'll they see. think this guy, they're putting his name with some other names where I, I would not put his name with these. Other oh names. yeah, I saw a poll. It was Josh Jacobs, Daryl yeah. Henderson, or I Miles Sanders. I was like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, one, of these, one of these does not belong. Hey, Ty, really- I'm going to give you an algorithm or an anagram or an anagram. Me fail English? That's impossible. I'm going to give you a thing. <laughs> Poop? That's a whole poop? other episode. Poop, ice cream, or steak? Pick one. That's oh. the equivalent. It's it? poop. It's clearly poop. Daryl Henderson's poop. Daryl Henderson's poop. Yeah. <laughs> Miles, Miles Sanders is steak. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's steak. So if you wanted Goff's numbers, it was 394 completions for a completion percentage of 62.9. Not great. No, it was a bad year for Goff. I think Goff rebounds this year, and I do think they address the uh, the offensive line next week at the draft. I look forward to talking about the draft with you fuckers. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I look forward to talking about the draft, but just not with you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> with everybody else. But if Goff has a good year, he's going to be- benefit half the guy, the team that we're just talking about, the Higby and Everett and, and uh, uh, Woods, everybody. But, yeah. uh, Reynolds, sorry, not Woods, Reynolds. But yeah, Woods, Woods as well. Woods, too, though. I think Woods... Uh, I like Woods a lot, too, actually. Yeah, well, that's too bad. It's right here. Gee, All right, folks. Uh, thanks. Merci once again for tuning in with your eyes or your ears or both. Uh, feel free to comment if you disagree or agree with some of our uh, our arm players or you have some different uh, different ideas of some guys that could uh, kind of have a different year than they did uh, last year. Uh, our Twitter is... Uh, yes. Dynasty. Yes. Finally, remember Should, to say this. He's fucking I, it up too. Do I have it wrong? It's <laughs> Dynasty, Dynasty underscore FF. Dynasty no, it's not. Or FF. I didn't He's have it. Not right. that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
Dynasty Life underscore FF. She wrote it wrong. I got so inside my own head. Dynasty Life and, and what's underscore FF. And what's the website? Uh, Dynasty Football Life is the name. Dot com. Dynasty Football is the game. Um, dot, com. dot com. Of course, dot com. <laughs> uh, check us out there. Uh, all that good stuff, guys. Uh, be smart, be safe, and uh, stay sexy. That goes for our our, our viewers, <laughs> you guys. That's awesome. Hey, I'm the sexiest person in my house. Yeah. <laughs> I live alone. Anyways, I love I love fifty one percent of you. That's the number for. All right. Great yeah. night, guys. Bye, Z's. Bye. This is the Dynasty Football Live Podcast. <laughs>